Welcome to the Loon Society, where I'm your host, Alex. Join me as we delve into the intricacies of the young professional journey, sharing stories, tips, and resources to navigate all things good, the bad, and the loony in this chapter of our lives. Hi, everyone. We're back. This is crazy. Pretty sure it's week eight or week nine, but it's another solo podcast, so you know the drill. Every other week, you got me. And this is the week, so that's very exciting. We had Nate on the show last week. He had great advice, great tips. I'm here this week to give you some more great tips and great advice. But the first question I have, I've also been struggling with this, but I've gotten better as the semester has gone on, is, and answer this, answer this honestly, like to yourself, how much time are you wasting? Wow, I really got into it pretty quick. How much time throughout the day, are you not spending being productive? Not even productive, like getting stuff done. This could be different types of productivity, but think about it. Are you spending time scrolling on social media? Are you spending time reading news that just disappoints you? Are you spending time doing nothing, watching TV? Just anything. There are so many things that we do throughout our day that we might not even realize that we're actually wasting precious time. So I wanted to come out with a podcast episode that talked about time management. A lot of my friends have told me, I'm just, I'm so bad at time management. I don't know how to handle my time. I waste so much time during the day. And I want to say, this is the one thing I know that I'm good at, and it is time management. And I can confidently say that because I have just done it my whole career. I mean, I'm only a couple of years into my career, but I've been doing it since I went to college and I feel like I perfected it for my own life. So I just wanted to share the tips and the things that I found useful and hopefully you also find useful as well. I do know the one thing about time management is that's like the one way you can control your life. I know that a lot of unexpected things happen in life and you just feel like it's spiraling out of control, but to get your life together, it's by taking control of your time. I know that kind of sounds counterintuitive. You're like, how can I do that if I don't know how to do it? Well, that's what I'm here for. Hopefully I can give you some ways on how to look at time management as not, not as like a punishment, but like how it could help you throughout your day, how to start realizing how much time you could be spending in other areas of your life and then actually how to implement that into your life. So overall, there's like eight things that I think could help. One, know what time management is, start it, and then implement it into your life. Time management's definitely hard and it looks different for everyone. So what I'm going to say might not work for everyone, but I think there are some things that are going to be able to work for at least, you know, one way or another. One tip should be able to help. But um, I just want to start off by saying this is how I know that I've been able to understand time management and how it works for my life is because when I went to undergrad, I had two jobs at the time. I waitressed on the weekends, like Thursday through Saturday, Sundays they were closed. And then during the week, I would work at a retail store 
And then eventually I worked at a nonprofit during the week and then still was a waitress on the weekends. So I was able to work pretty much full time. I mean, two jobs part time. So altogether, I did work full time and then I had a full time school schedule. Um, So I was able to learn what time management is, how to actually do it and then, you know, follow it without getting behind in school and in work. So now that I'm in law school, my time management does look different. Um, I will say that sometimes it is hard to meet all the tasks that I've set out for my day, but that is also how you learn to adjust is, you know, some days you pile on too much and you know that, okay, it takes me a little bit longer to do these things. So the more that you practice time management and actually implement it every day, you'll get the hang of it and like it will work a lot better for your own lifestyle. But I got this advice from one of my mentors. It was in my um, externship class. And they said that, think about this. Every minute of your day is so precious and you don't want to be wasting any minute in your day. So if you took every minute of the day and dedicated it to something, you would get so much done. Even if that's 60 seconds, every minute is worth it. It counts. It helps you get something done. If that's writing an email, if that's checking an email, checking off a to-do list, writing a to-do list, in that short minute, you can get a lot done and all those minutes add up throughout the day. So the one piece of advice that I can give that someone has given me is every minute counts in your day, which I think is important. I mean, we have 24 hours in the day, at least eight of those hours you're sleeping. So that gives you a lot of time throughout the day to focus on yourself, focus on work or school or both, focus on your own hobbies, focus on a night morning routine. There's a lot of time to get stuff done, but constantly I feel like we're always like, there's not enough time in the day. I for sure feel like that right now. I feel like God gave us 24 hours and I still feel like I need 48 to get everything done in the day that I have. But using tools like these have helped me realize that I can't conquer everything in one day, but I can take little chunks and work on them and then decrease the amount of work that I do have towards the end of the week. So you're like, of course, Alex, I know what time management is. Am I good at it? No. What are you trying to say? So time management, like I said, is to take, that's like the one way you can take control of your life. But if you don't know how to do it and you're not sure how to start, this is how I started time management. So I logged my time. So number one, tip number one, log your time. So don't even start to put a plan together. Take, you know, one to three days and just write down what you're doing every hour. So for example, I woke up at seven, ate breakfast, got ready, took a shower, maybe made my to-do list for the day. doesn't have to be perfect. Like this doesn't have to be pretty. I turn on TV sometimes in the morning. Okay, let's say woke up at seven, got ready, ate breakfast, watched TV, showered, made my to-do list. Okay, that's like seven to eight. And then eight to nine, I got ready to go to school. So I packed my lunch, packed all my stuff, packed my bag, left. Then 8.30 to nine o'clock, I drove to school. So stuff like that. You're going to log your time for one to three whole days. And don't, don't write stuff down to make you feel better. 
do exactly how your day is, whatever you do that day, and don't go into it with like a plan to change it to make it look better. Just write down exactly how you have been spending your time throughout those one to three days. And then that's when you start to notice, okay, this is what I'm spending my time on. When I logged my time, I tended to do 30 minute intervals to like an hour interval. So however you want to do it, go roll with that. I usually did it at, um, I would set a reminder. So like every couple hours I would say, okay, what did I do during that time? Cause I don't have, I didn't have time to just like write it down every single time, but how I did it is I tracked it in my calendar. So every couple hours I would go back and put in my calendar exactly what I did. So it looked like I had appointments almost, but it was just the tasks or wasting time, I guess is what I was doing. So a good example, like I said, woke up at seven, was on my phone, was watching TV, getting ready for school, breakfast, whatever, seven to seven thirty or seven to eight, stuff like that. That's how you would go through your first couple days. And then this is where you start paying attention. This is where you say, okay, I wasn't doing anything during this time. Or if I was doing something, was it productive? And then those are probably the times, and I don't want to say wasted time because nothing is ever wasted, but it's just time that you could have been spending more wisely. So there's times in the day where there's maybe you did nothing or maybe you're like, oh, I forgot. Or maybe you're like, oh, I was spent this much time on my phone and I spent this much time talking to people when I could have been doing stuff. So one of my downfalls is when I'm at school, I talk to everyone. So a lot of my time is, oh, I talked to this person or I talked to this person or I talked to my teacher or I tend to talk when I want to procrastinate. And so if I ever have to get stuff done, I usually have to like shut myself in a small corner, like a room by myself to get stuff done. But step one, log your time. Do that for a couple of days. See where you're having those times that you could be spending it more wisely, whether that's in the morning, at night, when you have a break, whatever that may be. Step two is to look back at those days. So like I would suggest doing it on the days that like are like the most busy for you um, because sometimes those are the days when I feel like I am running out of time and I'm running all over the place and I can't time manage. So I tend to do the busiest days because it's always easier to plan your less busy days. So see how you're spending your busy days. Mine tend to be like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. Those tend to be like my really busy days and Monday and Friday, Saturday, Sunday are like the days I can take anything that I've missed on those busy days and shift them over. So if I were to log my time, I would start with the busiest days and then evaluate those because if they're on your less busy days, there's room to move and shift things around. So number two is you're going to evaluate those results. And I want you to be completely honest with yourself. Take a long, hard look at those results. Mine were ugly when I did this. Ugly. I would spend time on my phone. I had TikTok at the time. So I was spending hours on TikTok throughout the day. And I mean, let's be real. You look at TikTok and then you get sucked in and you're like, oh my God, an hour has gone by. You're like, how did that happen? That's what I'm saying. You could, you don't realize that these things happen. And then when you have a moment to breathe or a break, what are we doing? We're scrolling on our phones or we're trying to talk to someone or what I tend to do. This is something I do now that I'm really not on social media that much is I'll call my mom when I don't want to do stuff. I mean, I want to talk to her, but I tend to call her excessively 
when I don't want to do things because I'm like, oh, if I'm talking to my mom, then I'm like having a healthy relationship and I'm obviously being productive. But sometimes we just sit on the phone in silence and she's like, Alex, what are you calling me for? And I'm like, I, I just didn't want to do anything right now. And she's like, okay, well, you can do it. Like, come on, get your ass moving. Let's go. So I had to be honest with myself. I spent time on my phone. I spent time talking to people. I also spent time watching a lot of TV. So I hope you have realized by this podcast, I am a busy person. And when I don't want to think, I watch TV because it's the one thing that like calms me down and allows me to just not think about anything. And so at night, if I come home from school and I'd be like, okay, 30 minutes, I can watch TV. And then I would get sucked into a show and I would start binge watching it. And I'm like, okay, I just wasted like three hours when I could have gotten so much homework done or so much reading done or so much studying done. This was like last year. So I've I've gotten a lot better at that, but I did have to take a hard look and be like, Alex, look, we're wasting a lot of time throughout the day. And it's easy to say like, yeah, I spent two hours on social media, but that isn't normal for me. (laughs) Or I spent three hours watching TV, but that was just an off day. Like that's not who I am. But in reality, it probably is normal. You probably do it more often than you think. Subconsciously, you're probably doing it and it does add up throughout the day. So if you think this wasn't an accurate representation of who you are, if you thought you had a couple off days, do it again. Log your time. Retry it on your busy days or your down days. Retry it. If they come out to the same results, Most likely this is a subconscious result that has happened that you're just so used to and it's become a habit. You scroll, you watch TV, you talk to people, they become habits and that's truly where you are spending your time. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed of that. Everyone loves TikTok. Everyone loves talking to people. There's nothing wrong with these things. It's just if you are saying I'm terrible at time management, then let's fix it. And then you can schedule time into your day to do these things that you enjoy. I'm not saying get rid of them. I'm just saying, let's take control of our time so we don't feel bad about doing those things later and we're still being very productive. I just think it's very important. And I've always said that reflection and looking back and evaluating your situation, I think that's just something that I really do truly believe in. We can't grow without looking back, but then also we don't want to stay looking back too long. We want to move forward. So that's what I mean log your time, evaluate it, and then take the step to move forward. So this is another thing. It's not only you that you're hurting if you're not being honest with yourself and about how you're spending your time. So you're also maybe hurting your grades. You're hurting work. Like you're not hurting just yourself, but it is you who is hurting it. So you're the only person actually making those results negative. So If you aren't achieving your goals or your habits, because you know I'm not a big fan of goals, but if you're not achieving those things, it's you. If you're not spending the time that you want at the gym because you're doing something else, that's you. If you're not getting all your readings done because you're on TikTok, I'm sorry, but that's because of you. That's not because of anyone else and you aren't investing the right time and effort in them. That is harsh and I'm so sorry if I offend you, but it's true. Time management is hard and if you're not good at keeping track of it, How are you going to be successful in when you get a job or when life gets tough or no employer is going to say, oh, you are bad at time management. You're right. 
it's okay. Get it to me next week. No, if you communicate with them well and you're like, okay, hey, I have a lot going on and I'm working on it. That's a different story. But if you just say, oh, I ran out of time and you didn't communicate anything, that's quite frankly not going to go over well. So as a young professional, we need to be so good at time management. And this is not going to look perfect. It's not going to be easy. And there's no like special tricks. These are the things that I just think might help. So after you log your time and you finally are honest with yourself, hey, this is where I've been spending my time and you evaluated that, that's when you can start implementing to-do lists. So I know a lot of people use calendars. A lot of people use sticky notes, to-do lists. I use them all. So I have a paper calendar. I have my Outlook calendar for school and I have my Google calendar that I share with Luke or we have a shared calendar so I can see what he's doing and then I can put in what I'm doing so we kind of know each other's schedule. And then I also have like a continuous, like either like legal pad or like a mini legal pad. Um, And then I write to-do lists on those every single day. So I live by to-do lists. I also have an Excel document that tracks like all my things that I have to do for the whole semester. And if I'm in a job, I also have an Excel sheet. I am like maybe too much for some people and that's okay, but I also wanna share all the things that I do. So if one doesn't work for you, maybe something else will. So one of them is my Outlook calendar. That's all for school and appointments and reminders when I have stuff due. And then my Excel document is color-coded and separated by date for all my readings, assignments, exams, and quizzes, and papers. And then I have my personal calendar, which has all my doctor's appointments. Not that I have an extremely exciting life, but anything that I'm doing outside of school, that's where that goes. Then if Luke and I have stuff, I put it in there. And then I have my actual paper calendar that I usually just put notes in like, hey, you have this this day or like those are important dates. And then I have paper, like mini notepads that I write to-do lists. So every day, every morning, because my days change because I don't sometimes get as much done as I want to. So I I do have to just. So as much as I am is like, yes, I want to have these things done throughout the day. I don't make them all hard deadlines because I know I have time, but I schedule them early enough so I am able to shift them around in my schedule. So like I said, this can be in your phone, a notebook, a planner, however you are, just start writing to-do lists. I have to-do lists based on, let's say, large topics, so like per class. And then I have sub-to-do lists that I would put underneath each of those classes. So for example, I have three main classes that I have readings every week for, and then I have some classes that have assignments every week. So I would say, okay, evidence, reading these chapters, my sub to-do list would be assignments for the week. And then I would put those. And then for con law, I would have my readings and then a sub to-do list, whatever quizzes I have that do that week. So I tend to do pretty vague to-do lists. Um, like two words, like readings, chapters, blah, 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 and then outline, and then Quizlet, and then flowcharts. Like very one word, I know what they mean, but it's quick, simple. And then the satisfaction of just crossing that off at the end of the day, 
fucking amazing. I love that feeling. And sometimes if I don't have something on my to-do list that I thought I was going to do that day, I write it in and then I cross it off. That is my life and I love it. And it just brings me so much satisfaction at the end of the day. But long story short, you can make your to-do list however you want it. You can add things, erase things that aren't going to be working, detailed, non-detailed, however you like it. It just needs to encourage you to get those things done throughout the day. So like I said, and I want to just point this out because it's just so important, log your time, evaluate it, and then start making to-do lists. These things will be implemented pretty slowly because the way that my time management has gotten better is just learning myself, like who I really am and how I really like work and how I operate and how I am successful. And it's just really about learning who you are, but these are the basic things that you can do. One thing that I feel like is hard in time management is you need to learn how to prioritize. This is like so, so important, like prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. It is so important. If you find like at the end of the day, like, damn, I really wish I just would have had more hours in the day. And I just wish I would have got more time done. Then it is time to learn time management and prior prioritization. If you feel like that, then you need to prioritize things in the way that they're most important to least important, but still make time for all of those. So that might mean that you need to spend less time on things, but at least you're spending time on everything. So as a reminder, you cannot get everything done every day. It's just not how life works, but it means that you have to make sure that you prioritize what you really need to get done that day. And prioritizing starts to become more and more natural as you do it over and over and you feel the positive effects and you're like, okay, I see what's important. I see what that means to me. That's how you're going to get really successful. So for example, in my life, you know, I'll use today as an example. I have been working at an externship and I have been writing memos. Um, and my supervisor let me know that I did well on two prior memos and she asked if I could do two more by Friday morning. So it was like a day and a half turnaround. And I was like, of course, I knew that I had to get those two memos done and some readings done for classes that were today. And instead of overloading my schedule, like I normally do, I was like, okay, I have three things that I absolutely need to get done today. And those are at the top of my list. So when I woke up this morning, I was like, okay, I need to get two memos done and I need to get the reading done for the rest of my classes today. If I get nothing else done, at least I can say I stuck to my time management skills and my prioritization and I got those things done that were on my to-do list. Everything else can be shifted to the next day and I can reprioritize and then rework my schedule. I tend to do a day-to-day schedule when it comes to assignments and readings and stuff like that because I just know that law school can get kind of crazy and it doesn't work out how I always want to. So instead of being a perfectionist like that all the time, I'm more flexible with what I get done in the day. And so like this, I would write on my to-do list, one, two, three. I had to get my readings done in the morning because I had a class at 11. And then I had a gap from noon until 4.30 or excuse me, one until 4.30. So I had three and a half hours to get my two memos done. So I was like, okay, I'll spend an hour on each and then I'll go back and do some 
um, looking over and making sure that grammar was good, sentence structure was okay, just perfecting the memos. And then I was able to turn them in before my 4.30 class because I had plans after class with um, friends from school. So I was like, I literally am going to have lunch and I'm not going to talk to anyone after that. I'm going to put myself in a small corner. I'm going to get all this stuff done. That's prioritization. And that's also time management. You know yourself best. How fast do you read? How fast can you get an assignment done? How well are you getting a new assignment at work? And what is your turnaround? What's your average turnaround for if it's a memo, if it's reading, if it's some tech project, whatever you're working on, you know yourself best. You know how quick you can do it. So giving yourself the time that you think you can do it plus a half hour. That's like what I tell myself because if I put it in my calendar, I'm like, okay, I have this much time to do it. And if I don't get it done during that time, I tend to beat myself up. So I give myself some cushion if I'm like reading slow that day or not understanding the material or just taking you way longer to figure stuff out. So today I did that. I gave myself way more time than I thought I needed for the memos. Long story short, I put it in my calendar. So they were like appointments. I had to get those done during that time. And I followed it. I stuck to it. And then I said, oh, I have to record a podcast today because it comes out tomorrow morning. And then I was like, okay, when I get home after my plans with my friends, I will record the podcast. Those are all things that I got to do within my day. And... I'm still getting everything done and I feel good about it. And I didn't miss anything. And that's the one thing my friends say to me is, I don't know how you do it. I don't know. You just don't have enough time. Like you're so busy and you still do all these things. Time management. I tell you that's a secret to success. It just, it works. It makes me less stressed, even though I look stressed all the time. But I'm telling you, it works. So... After you do that, after you log your time, evaluate it, write your to-do list, this is when I actually schedule them into my day. So like I said, I, I read in the morning, then I had class, and I had those couple hour break. That's when I actually literally go into my calendar and put, read this many chapters from 11 to 1, break. I schedule my breaks into my schedule because that's productivity. Taking a break is healthy resting is healthy that is just as productive as physically doing something and I've learned that with time so if anyone knows me and is listening I just hope you're proud of me for that because that's taken a really long time to take a break even though I'm not the best at it I won't take long breaks but I do take breaks so it's totally up to you if you prefer using like I said the paper planner or the digital planner but Most people do it the night before, and I tend, if I do it the night before, I get super anxious before bed, and I start thinking about everything I have to do the next day. So I'll write, like, a short list of, like, oh, I might, like, I'll write it throughout the day and say, oh, these are the things I have to do tomorrow. But I do not plan out my day the night before because I have found out, for me, it just stresses me out so much, and I just lay in bed thinking about what I have to do the next day. So I actually wait to write my schedule out and we'll write my to-do list out and then schedule my day like the morning while I'm doing breakfast because also with my medical health some days I don't know if I'm actually gonna feel good so I also don't want to put all that pressure on me and get me super anxious and then wake up and be like oh my gosh this is just a really bad day with my medical health so 
or my physical health. So I just don't put that much pressure on myself to like meet all these hard deadlines the night before. It just, I've tried doing it. Usually it turns out into pretty negative and unhealthy results. So I actually write my to-do list like the day before and then whatever I don't check off, I shift on to the next day. And then in the morning while I'm eating breakfast, I'll schedule my day out. And I do this by the hour. So I guess I do it by the hour, but more so like if things take me a couple hours, I just block my time off for that um, task or habit or whatever I'm trying to do. So I'd use my Outlook calendar for this because it's usually around school or work. But the thing that I love about the digital, I know that I also love the feeling of like checking things off on paper. So yes, I still do that, but I have my digital one because it sets reminders for me and then reminds me, hey, in 15 minutes you have this. Hey, okay, let's start this. Stop what you're doing and move on. I don't care if you're done with it. You at least started it. You got a good chunk done. Now it's time to move on to the next. And I think this is where I went wrong the first time. Let's say for like my first year in law school, I would do something until I like actually got it done. So I'd be like, okay, I have two hours to read. And I would just keep reading until I get things done. And then that would put me behind. So I've learned that like I I set a timer. And when that timer's done, it's done. And I'll move on. And when I have time, I'll go back and finish it. It's just way more efficient. And I've learned that things will get done if you do them in small chunks. And you actually don't burn out as fast. So it is pretty nice. So this one I also like to keep pretty detailed. I just, I write like in notes of my Outlook calendar, like, hey, this is what you need to do. And then I put in everything in my Outlook calendar. So the reminders are so, so nice. I think it's good practice too that you do use some form of digital um, calendaring because eventually when you do get into your job, if you're already in your job or whatever you're doing, you're going to have to meet deadlines and you're going to have to sometimes have quick turnaround deadlines, whatever they are. If you have multiple deadlines, it's it's quite easy for one to slip through your memory and it won't get done on time. So best practice is to start now and practice and it will get better and it will become second nature to put everything into your calendar to have reminders and just show like, okay, I have this due or I have this deadline to meet. I can do it. I had the reminder. I know I'm working on it ahead of time and I'll get it done on time. Essentially, it's just really good practice. And I did this all throughout my summer job and every job I have had. And it just makes my life so much easier because instead of using brain capacity to remember what I have to do, my calendar just reminds me and I can focus all my time on just completing it rather than worrying about what I have to do. But on a different topic, number six is use your downtime efficiently. This is something I stress, stress so much is using that downtime efficiently. So this is finding time where you aren't being productive, but it's also where you're not relaxing or spending time with your family and friends. Those are the times that are holes that you could be using more efficiently. Number one example is your commute. Oh, what does that mean, Alex? I'm driving. What am I supposed to be doing? How can I make that productive? This is one thing I have found productive during my commute is if I am going over a topic in class that I really don't understand, I'll find a video um, and listen to that. And then it helps me just at least listen to the terminology, how they're describing it or analyzing it. And then that helps me go into class prepared. 
So I have a half an hour drive to school. So instead of sitting there looking over my notes, on my commute, I listen to a video that can help me prepare for class that day. Because essentially, your commute is probably one of the biggest holes in your schedule. For a majority of people, it is unavoidable. For me, it's unavoidable. I can't walk to school. But there are tons of ways that you can use your time to improve your day. I could make up a whole list of ideas for you, but um, let me give you a few. So like I said, you can listen. If you're in school and you are not understanding a topic, you can find a video and listen to that. Another one I like to do is listening to podcasts because, and not just because I make them, but essentially I do want to be here to learn and be curious and have new tools and things that I could do in my life. So I'll find a podcast to listen to and I'll either, even if it's too long for my car ride, I'll break it up into different car rides. But those are the things that you could do to at least make it productive And it's not just essentially a waste of time in your day. Another thing that I do during my car rides is especially because I don't always have the time when I'm at home or at school to talk to my family. I'll use that time to call them and make sure that they're okay and check in and stuff like that. Another thing that I do, and maybe not a lot of people are going to agree with this and that's okay. You all have your own things. But I do like to pray a lot in my car and like talk to God out loud and just kind of express my feelings. And that's like the one time I really do feel like I'm always with him is because this is the one time in my day where it's kind of essentially a waste of time because I'm just driving. I'm getting to point from point A to point B. But also at the same time, it's the one thing I can't multitask. So I'm divided full attention to the road, but I'm able to have a clear mind to like speak to God and how I'm feeling. So in my personal life. And that is what I do during my commute. But those are some of the things that you could be doing. Even if you walk, listen to a podcast, listen to a video, something that could make you feel better, could give you a different insight, a different perspective, something that's just not listening to rap music on your way to school. There are days where I listen to rap and I'm having a good time and it makes me feel good. But if you're doing that every single day, sometimes those the different types of music that we listen to can actually put us in a negative mindset and it can actually change our day rather than setting it up for a good day and being productive and using your time to the best of your advantage. Speaking of multitasking, it does not work. (laughs) Let me say that louder for the people in back. Multitasking does not work. It sounds like Duh, multitasking, doing two things at once. Of course I'm being productive. Until you learn, it's much worse and it actually hurts your efficiency. So usually when you are doing one thing, you have your full undivided attention to one thing. When you multitask, you have divided attention and it takes you at least 50% longer to do each task. So think about it. If you're trying to multitask two of those that normally take an hour each, It could take you up to four hours to finish those two things when you thought you were saving time. A shortcut. Absolutely not. Focus on one thing at a time. This will also help if you have a to-do list and then you put it into your calendar. Uh, If you look at your calendar, you can put in one thing. And if you put in multiple things, it like divides it into like these two mini columns. Like your calendar doesn't even like it. So like, (laughs) that's a very dumb analogy. But essentially what I'm saying is 
you will not be putting your full attention into something and you wouldn't be getting the full knowledge and information out of that if you're trying to multitask and it's going to take you longer to finish those tasks. So you are essentially wasting time. So it's so easy to fall into this trap too. I, I'm a part of that when I'm talking to someone, writing something down, I'm not giving them my undivided attention. I'm not giving my to-do list my undivided attention, or I'm in class taking notes on something else that my teacher's talking about. Essentially, it just, it's a waste of time. Then you have to go back and read it, or you have to go back and look at your to-do list or the assignment that you got from work. You have to go back and look at all those things. So it's essentially wasting time in your day. But it's just so, so much more efficient to focus on one task at a time. So work on one task at a time and commit yourself to that task, focusing on that one thing, the one singular task that you have given yourself for that day. And it will help you not only with efficiency, but it also helps improve the quality that you're giving to that task and attempting to complete. So quality for sure over quantity quality of what you're giving into those tasks over how many tasks you can get done. I think that's so important. So if every minute counts, we've talked about logging your time, seeing where you do have those downfalls of wasting your time throughout the day, implementing to-do lists, and then making those to-do lists actual schedules into your calendar. So, so important. So that's how you can utilize every minute of your day. I'm not saying don't have downtime to relax and have time with your family and friends and time to yourself and do the things that you enjoy. But if you set like a 10 hour day for me, I, I, I do like 10 hour days right now, 10 to 12, it depends. But if I set like a window of 10 hours and I need to get these things done during these 10 hours, and I split my time up between those different tasks. And when my alarm goes off at nine or 10 at night, I'm done for the day, but at least I know I focused all my time on those tasks that were scheduled for the day. And if I didn't get them done, it's okay. I'll shift them over to the next day. But that is the best thing for time management is being flexible, but also scheduling time and sticking to it. And the last thing that I'm gonna leave with you is write everything down. Not like when you think of it, not like, oh, I'll remember this later. No, I mean like when you think of something, write it down. A large part of time management is keeping things organized. When people look at me, they sometimes laugh and they're like, Alex, you have like 12 trackers that you're keeping all these things organized on. That's because everything in my head has a system. My calendar is to schedule my day out. My to-do list is to remind me of the tasks. My Excel document is to allow me to look ahead so I can plan my days out. And my personal one is just to make sure that I'm like having a life outside of school. So it's so, so important that you're writing everything down or, you know, typing everything in to stay organized because that's the one key tip to success for time management is keeping organized. And keeping organized is largely knowing what needs to get done. Not what you think needs to get done or what sounds good, but what actually needs to get done. Those hard deadlines or what is coming up or you are preparing for or you know you're going to have a really busy week. So instead of doing it all in one day, you're spreading it out. Just knowing that you have things that need to get done. Usually, I when I have my laptop open, I have like the sticky note 
I don't know, app on my computer and I open that. And whenever I think of something, I always have like a running to-do list or a running kind of like reminder, like, hey, you said you're going to do this. You have to do this. You have to email this person or you have to do this reading. And then at the end of the day, after I've written all that out, that's when I normally put it in like a a cohesive to-do list. And then that next day is when I start scheduling things. Because then I know, oh, I have this many hours in the day or this many breaks and I, I can just start my day off better. So it's also very cool when you're writing stuff down and this is going to make me sound so nerdy, but it's so cool to like look at my calendar at the end of the week or at the end of the day and be like, damn, I did all that in one day. What can I do tomorrow? Or damn, I'm so happy that I was able to stick to my plan today. And sometimes it's not always like that. Sometimes I have to delete stuff out of my plan and kind of adjust. But at the end of the day, I still know that I have done all of these things and I do not ever feel bad at the end of the day that I didn't do enough. I should take that back. I always think I could do more, but I do remind myself, Hey, you've done so much today. We can go to bed at a decent time or Hey, you know, you've done so much today and you opened yourself up for tomorrow to have a lot of time. So we don't have to get the reading done tonight. We can do it tomorrow morning. Just knowing that I'm able to be flexible with myself, listen to myself, and give myself some grace, that's the beautiful thing with time management because you are in control of that time, so you're also able to shift it based on how you're feeling. So I think it's not easy. I will say that time management is not easy, and it takes discipline, um, a lot of discipline, And there are days where I never, ever want to schedule my day out where I'm like, oh, we'll just go, we'll just go with the flow today. We'll just go with what comes up with my schedule. And I'm just going to live on the edge of my seat today. Those tend to be the days where I get absolutely nothing done and I'm more stressed out at the end of the day than when I woke up. And it's just not healthy. Everyone needs time, time management. Everyone, everyone on this planet needs it, whether whether that's for your job or for school or just for your life, like bills, uh, you put those in your calendar or I hope, or you have some kind of reminder like, Hey, I need to pay my bills. That's all part of time management. It's just having those things that need to get done and taking control of your time and implementing them into your schedule. So you can see them as reminders to get them done. It makes a huge difference and calling yourself out when you need to, like if you start scrolling and you're like, oh shit, I've been scrolling for quite some time, call yourself out. You're the best one. You're with yourself all the time. Another thing about scrolling, I just thought about this. What I used to do is I would put timers on all my social media when I had them and I, not not that I always listen to it, sometimes I press ignore and I kept scrolling but again that takes discipline to actually be like oh yeah my time is up for the day I'm done with social media but that's one thing you could do if you're good at it and you have good discipline implement that so you're like okay I set 30 minutes out of my day to be on social media because that's what I like or 30 minutes on my tv set a timer on your phone 30 minutes we're gonna watch an episode or on social media that timer will pop up you ran out for the day and then that's it that's all you got for the day that sounds sad, but at the end of the day, like if you're a young professional, you have a lot of shit to do. A lot. And the time is just going to get wasted away if we don't keep track of it. So it's just better to set the time aside for things that you want to do and schedule those into your day 
So that way you know how much time it is and then you can get the things that you need to get done actually done. So I hope this kind of helps because time management has been, I don't know, like it's hard for everyone. Like I I say this like I'm a pro, but I'm not. Like there are days where I will text Luke, my boyfriend, and be like, I feel like I got absolutely nothing done today. I feel like I wasted so much time. And he's like, well, what did you do today? Let's go over it. And then I would tell him and he's like, okay, that's a lot. But those are the days where maybe I didn't write things down. So it's just so good as like a mental refresher. It's almost like you can be like proud of yourself. Like, damn, I did that. It's just such a good reminder. Like, this is how much I've done today. But also, hey, let's stay on track. I need to get this shit done today. So it it works for both things. It's a dual purpose, which is nice. So as a refresher, eight steps to hopefully help with your time management and actually start implementing that into your life. Number one, log your time. Just start it for a couple days, log it, see what you're doing, see what you're doing in that downtime that you could be more productive. Two, evaluate those results. And sometimes, depending on what season of your life you're in, these are probably going to have to change. So just be aware of that. Be flexible. Give yourself some grace, but evaluate it and be very honest. Because the more honest you are, the better results you're going to have at implementing time management into your life. Number three, write to-do lists. I don't care how you do them, just to do it. Whether that's an ugly way of writing them all over a piece of paper. I tend to do them on my phone in my notes app, my sticky notes app on my computer, and then on a small notepad. So I do it in like three different places. It's just because I loved checking them off. So if I could check it off three times, it's pretty fucking cool. Um, Number four, learn to prioritize. It sounds crazy, like duh, why wouldn't I? But sometimes... I, I'm at fault for this. I just want to get stuff done and then I don't prioritize on how I should and then I get more stressed out because I should have done something before I did something else. So prioritizing is very important and it leads to success in time management. And then number five, schedule your day down to the hours. That's why the calendar app or a paper calendar works because most of the time they are scheduled by the hour. So it is nice or half hour. So you can just go in and schedule in, literally schedule them in. It sounds dumb, but I promise it works. Schedule everything you need to get done during that time and then split them up based on how much time you have. So if I have six hours in the day and I have readings to get done, I have three classes, I know at least it will take me an hour and a half per class. So I will set that into my schedule and that's just how I will do it. And then number six, number six, this one is always the hardest. Use your downtime efficiently. I know it's hard. I don't ever want to be like, uh, let me learn. Let me do this. Let me do that. But your downtime, the holes that are in your day that you could be more productive, it really is important. And those small things that you are doing create really good habits. And then that makes it even more beneficial and I feel like when I have the downtime to my actual self where I can watch TV, I just cherish that because I know I work so hard and I'm able to just relax the end of the day. So it is very nice. And then number seven, accept that multitasking doesn't work. I took me forever to realize this too. So, and if you've heard this before and you don't believe it, time it, like time it how long it takes you to multitask and do two things rather than just doing them separately. I'm almost positive. It will always be multitasking takes longer. 
And then lastly, number eight, write everything down, not only to remind yourself, but also at the end of the day to be like, damn, I did all that. Be proud of yourself for that. And just know that writing stuff down is a good reminder and it also helps keep you organized. So dual purpose again. It's just, I can't stress how much time management is so, so important and it reflects everything in your day from your personal life to your work life to your school life, whatever that is. It is so, so important and it really does set you up for success if you really learn time management and stick to it. It takes a lot of discipline and um, it's hard. I'm not going to lie. But once you do it, it just is like second nature and it will make you feel so good and help you meet those goals that you set up or habits, whatever you go by, it will help you meet them and it won't feel like a chore. So I hope this, I hope it helped. Um, I know it sounds pretty basic, but I think these small things, cause they're not, they're not big changes. Everyone can do this. Any single person can do this and is capable And I hope you start because every minute counts throughout your day. Every 60 seconds are so important. And it's just so important to utilize those to the best of your advantage. And if we're not, what are we doing? We're wasting time. So stop doing that. No one wants to waste time. We want to be successful and do everything in our power to get everything done that we need to in a day. So let's stop staying. Let's stop saying, oh, I don't have enough hours in the day. I am so fucking guilty of this. I'm always like, wow, I wish I had enough hours in the day. It's true. I do have so much stuff that like, I really doesn't feel like there aren't enough hours in the day. But if I just keep chipping away at these things little by little, and I'm setting time aside every single day for this stuff, it will get done. No doubt about that. So time management, so, so important. I hope if you get one thing out of this, it's just, it, this is what leads you to success. One of one of the steps that does lead you to success is time management. And it all starts with you. And you're the only one in your own way. So get out of your way and start time managing better. Oh, I also need to time manage better because I am recording this the night before. It goes out at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So if you're listening to this, Please give me feedback if you like it because now I'm going to watch TV and relax because I got everything done I needed today. (laughs) See? Balance. But anyway, thank you for listening and I hope that you um, start time managing better. If you have questions or are like, okay, I started and I absolutely suck at this or I don't know what to do next. It's not working. Please reach out to me and I'd love to help and we can always come up with a game plan or something new. But yeah, I'm here and uh, thank you for listening this week. Thank you for joining me on this journey through the good, the bad, and the loony in the aspects of a life of a young professional. Your support means the world to me, and I appreciate every moment you've spent listening. If you found value or entertainment in today's episode, I'd be honored if you could share it with your friends and family. By doing so, this helps spread the word and build a community of like-minded individuals who are curious, compassionate, and willing to explore life's many facets together. Stay tuned for more meaningful conversations and memorable moments in the episodes ahead. Your participation makes it all the more special. Thanks for being part of the Loon Society. 